Africa is primarily uh, energy infrastructure, um, which includes power plants uh, across a very wide range of uh, technologies, both renewable and uh, traditional, and integrated uh, energy facilities uh, such, a un- such as the unique one, the one of the kind we developed on Lake Kivu in Rwanda, which uh, drives uh, uh, methane from from methanized water in the lake and then converts it to electricity. So I, I, I have helped develop more than one gigawatt of capacities, and I, I don't, don't remember how many projects did not make it to to the finish line. Uh, but yes, this is my primary involvement. DJ, hi. Um, so. I'm involved in two spaces, one in the UN where I'm doing a lot of public-private sector partnerships. Uh, already we're working on uh, NESPRO, into bringing NESPRO into Africa in a more substantial way. In terms of the private sector, private equity in agriculture, polyphenols, cocoa, uh, and um, coffee, and teak in South Sudan, Liberia, the region. And just recent, just this morning, approached by of um, a, a, a financial house in London, which are looking at sovereign funds, which is going to be very interesting to see how that moves on. So that's where the space I'm in. And then Chris, Chris Mayo. You're on mute. Sorry. Um yeah, in general, we uh, look at sort of real asset businesses and businesses related to logistics. Um, in Africa, we're involved in a fintech platform that helps facilitate uh, trade finance, um, which has become interesting because we really started out in West Africa. And as we've sort of moved north and east, um modified our platform and our business model a bit to facilitate um, for Sharia-compliant trade finance that is a little bit different than you see in, uh, you know, sub-Saharan and Western Africa. Chris, a quick question. So are you you only in the Francophone or only in Northern Africa? Uh, No. Well, the, the... no, it just sort of started, the business started with some folks um, right. who were really based out of Cameroon. Do, do you know a platform called uh, Countable? Count, countable, Countable. Oh, Countable, yes. Yeah, you know them. Okay. Yep. Com- competitors? Um, theoretically, yeah. Okay. Let's, let's, let's talk after this. Let's, let's talk after this. Yeah. I have an idea for you. So, um, my my interest in Africa kind of uh, was prompted by my time at Anderson, most recently Anderson Global. They've been on a huge push to uh, connect with uh, legal and tax in Africa as a way of supporting the global high net worth, uh, glo- you know, the, our, our, our global investors. Uh, as as uh, ultra high net worth is is you know not restricted to the United States. Um, beyond that, um, my uh, uh, great uncle was a, a missionary in Tanganyika, and um, yeah, I think that Africa is um, huge, huge uh, player in our in the, in the future of the planet. So, right, you can hear us. 
Go ahead, Erica. Oh, hi, I'm Erica Lill in Seattle, Washington, and I'm really here to listen probably more. I've just started working with a gentleman that <clears throat> and, a, and a woman here that is putting together a fund for female businesses in Senegal, as well as uh, uh, oil kind of storage uh, in a new port area that I'm not really into oil and gas normally, but in emerging uh, countries, I understand the necessity for um, to help things go forward. So thank you for inviting me, and I'm looking forward to learning more. Good morning. Great. Oh, Susan, can you hear us now? Let's keep going. Michael, or actually Richard. <laughs> Richard's really a South African. Uh, yeah, hi, good morning, everyone. Thanks, thanks, Mark. Uh, Richard de Villiers with UBS International. Uh, we look after international clients, including many South African clients who invest in the U.S. Um, my interest in Africa is obviously I was, was born there. I'm South African, uh, living in New York. Uh, family were heavily involved in, in anti-apartheid. I was very lucky to meet Mandela many times. Um, happy to make introductions, Mark. Uh, you know, to economists at, at various banks, know a lot of private equity guys there, know a lot of venture capital guys. Happy for us to, you know, get together and bring them onto a stage to for a theme or just general specific market updates. Thanks. That's great. And you've been great in uh, getting the, you know, UBS CIO to join us. So we'll, we'll lean on you again. Nazuba, uh, uh, you want to say a word? Sure. Hi, everyone, and, and thanks again for this. I'm Unzube Ufodike. I am Nigerian via England, born here in the UK. My active interests in Africa are quite varied. Um, currently on the board of a couple of fintechs, um, doing various things in mostly Nigeria. Also an advisor to a few other companies, um, and it's mostly around corporate finance, but I also support with their fundraising strategy and some introductions for business development. And this cuts across um, oil and gas, um, commodity trading, and uh, a renewables fund. Um, also on the board of a, a small boutique hotel, a family hotel in Nigeria, um, that I'm actually thinking of stepping away from, but that's a different story. I think you're on mute, Mark. Oh, you guys are here. Uh, John Fluke? Yes, uh, yeah, I've not been involved in uh, anything in the... Um, African continent for quite some, uh, actually quite some time. I, well, my uh, company, uh, Food Corporation, had a um, uh, operating subsidiary in South Africa, uh, both in Cape Town and Johannesburg. We uh, were an electronic instrument manufacturer, and the um, we'd done business there for probably a couple of decades uh, um, uh, as a direct operation um, on the ground there. But the and this was um, uh, probably the age of apartheid was the um, my most vivid memory of uh, our activity there, we were employing non-whites in both Johannesburg and South Africa. About half our headcount was non-whites. And the, um, uh, the, it was in the age of apartheid, if you recall that, the Sullivan principles and all that sort of stuff. Uh, that all seems to have subsided. Uh, but the, um, so I'm just interested in what's going on now. Sure. I, it's funny. For, for a Denison event, I showed an article that I wrote when I was a, a freshman. About apartheid divestment from our uh, from our endowment. Um, actually, it would be uh, it would be ironic or elegant to bring our CIO of our endowment to this 
to this in, yeah. um, whatever it is, 30 years later. Um, who else? Michael Fields? Hi, everyone. Um, Michael Fields, based out of Denver, Global Strategic Finance. Um, I haven't really actually been very active in, uh, in Africa. I've seen a number of deals through the years. Um, I work with more, I've been focusing more on emerging markets. Um, I've been seeing more opportunities, whether it be in fintech, infrastructure, renewables, and even healthcare, uh, recently, uh, in, in Africa. So for me, it's more of a curiosity to learn. There's a number of, for various reasons, there seems to be a lot of connectivity from, um, Colorado to Africa. Um, companies like Mobile Accord that were doing, um, both, uh, they were, Doing a, a lot of, uh, uh, taking censuses and, and being, have, having direct connectivity and also, um, money flows for emergency response. Companies, the thousand and one voices. That's also based here in South Africa. Um, investing in a number of, um, agriculture, ag tech businesses. And I just had, uh, uh, met the founder the other day. Um, I'm really kind of, as I said, more fascinated to kind of learn. Uh, also a friend of mine. He's from um, West Africa, um, East Africa, and he's uh, based here in Colorado. Been used to work for um, uh, the World Health Organization, and he's working with a startup here. And a lot of it's been on logistics, on uh, being able to track medicines uh, globally, um, and obviously the big issues that are when are confronted from a logistical standpoint, from temperature and other controls going into Africa and emerging markets in general. But anyway, look forward to learning more. So when we, I want to say six months ago, we put this slide together. So Chaz Walker is an investor in different countries. Again, Christophe Charlier, um, he stepped down as, as Renaissance's chair, but we were going to move all around Africa with, with Christophe. We still can. He's looking at launching a SPAC to focus on Africa. Nikunj, uh, headed all venture for the IFC and now he's doing other things, including Africa Grow. Peter Kikundo, I met in Moscow on a deal when he was with the IFC. Um, uh, Floda is sort of like your kind of person, uh, Jonathan, deploying, you know, capital globally on behalf of Old Mutual. And, uh, Nana, I think he's a Michigan alum, has a, a TV program in Ghana, if I remember. Um, and there's so many people in our network. Eric Lindbergh, uh, runs an endowment. Eric, um, uh, he had, he's chairman of a company who was in the, the diamonds industry. And then he, as he likes to say, uh, sort of did terrible things to Africa. Um, and not, never gave back. He started a shark tank in uh, two countries where they were they were sourcing diamonds. So I think we have a lot of touch points. You know where it leads. Uh, worst case, it's educational. Best case, we find a series of funds, or when there are deals that come up. Um, you know, if we have some venture funds, uh, some private equity funds. You know, not the huge funds. Um, and again, I don't know if, if Susan, if Susan's got some interesting, if, if there's some connectivity to us, we, we'll look at the, some deals, of course, of what you're doing, Cedric, and whatnot. So just want to showcase, you know, why we should be, why we should be thinking about Africa right. in, in like 
Um, so let me open it up and uh, how best can we do that to be effective? BJ. Okay. Thanks a lot. Um, you know, as you know, working on the UN and private equity, I, I, I'm benefiting from 361 in so many ways. The, uh, in, and I think, the, and this is a pro, this is going back to when I was working with, uh, one or two of the big banks in New York. The problem we have, even the problem I have right now, I've got three deals that are on the table, but, but getting them up into shape for the investors, uh, and it to be ready in a template form to even be considered by the investors, I think this is where 361 really, really kicks into gear. Already there's a network of people who are helping me on new ventures and stuff like that. So that's where I would like is maybe 361 provides a space for people to come to and say, look, this is a deal that I have. How can we make it better to be presented to uh, to investors than also having the outreach that you provide to investors? As well as networking, because through your, uh, through 361, I've met Solomon. I've met others who are giving me stuff on, uh, solar powered refrigeration units for motorbikes and stuff like that. So I'll keep quiet. That's what I see. That's a broader, I mean, I get that. And thank you. I'm just thinking more that as it relates to, I mean, I can respond to that a bit, but, um, I will say that we, yeah, we'll try to help. The entrepreneurs or the project, uh, people, you know, assemble their team, their docs, but, um, you need, someone needs to lead a deal and we need to, to have more fund managers that know Africa and have made mistakes in Africa and have learned from it. And those are the people I want to, I want to turn to them. And then I'm going to say, what do you think of BJ's deal? Um, having random people is good, but I want to be, I want to have an entourage of funds. Um, so I, and along the way, we'll look at deals. And we'll learn, we'll learn how to do things, but, uh, and try to help the entrepreneurs like you. But I'd love to, back to how do we program this? Looney. Yeah, Mark, I, I can help you if you just tell me how many, how many fund managers do you want? Right. And I'll, I'll well, get your, I'll get your range of styles and, and geographies. Yeah. I mean, I, I, and, I would, I think what we're trying to do, and we've been talking about this amongst our banking team is, you know, it's, it's some, at your stage, some, some excel, accelerator to, you know, I know it, does Antler have a, uh, an Africa version? Yeah, they do. So, so, I mean, it's an ocean, like, you know, there's no real competition. Uh, and then see, you know, let's say C, C to A funds, um, some, I don't think if we go, maybe some early growth, maybe even private equity growth buyout, small emerging managers, um, and, well, hedge, hedge fund, um, or two that, uh, you know, uh, as an Africa desk, possibly, uh, private credit, you, you know, you mentioned Chris, if there's a way to, um, you know, it's mentioning whether it's working capital, um, ABL, um, you know, maybe there's some, uh, other strategies, you know, that, you know, that are more industry focused. I really think the ag sector is, is 
we talked about that, that you know, some, 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 so some specialty uh, verticals, uh, which could be across those asset classes or in, in one of those. That's how I would generally think in, in, about it. Okay. What, what's your ideal number? How, how many do you do in a, in a, in an equivalent webinar? Well, that depends on number of bankers we have that lead and co-lead um, this with us, whether we bring them into the platform um, or leverage them. You know, Michael is a great global generalist, but we need our, so we could pick up like you and Antler or something like that. You're global, um, but we could pick up, you know, one to two, and then we'd have to pick up, we'd have to assemble a, a banking team to, to grow it further. So there are two people I could probably introduce to the mix based on what you said. Um, one, a mentor of mine, he's the founder of Helios. Helios is a private equity shop that invests across Africa. It's one of the largest, uh, more successful ones. Um, the second is um, a director at the Africa FinTech Foundry. So that's a FinTech accelerator that's spun out of, or well, not spun out, it's owned by Access Bank. Uh, one, one of the largest retail banks, well, retail and merchant banking um, outfits in in Nigeria. So those would be two people I could potentially uh, introduce if you think they'll be useful to a conversation. Sure, and even if we're not raising money for them, I you mentioned access. That when we did metals and minerals and power plants, my family office, we would we were looking for co-investors, um, and we would. You know, a lot of London private equity will cover Africa, so we could get their perspective. They're the kind of people that you go to, it would be. Yeah, I, I can go help ahead. you on the VC side. Uh, I co, uh, co-spoke at Sankalp Africa with a new fund called the King's Fund, uh, run by Chanza Capital. Uh, all the way up to, um, I'm talking to a group out of South Africa called, called South Suez. It's a fund of funds. So maybe look. I like I like for, for these kind of environments that we don't know, fund of funds are a smart play. Yeah, so they're they're headed their path to raise money is to go public. So they're in the process of listing in the Mauritius Exchange. Mark. Yep. Uh, so there's uh, there's two capital funds I'm already working with. BC funds called Maris Capital. They're based in the base in Africa. Uh, and then the African Development Bank, Islamic Development Bank are people that should be a part of the conversation because they invest directly with a lot of, uh, uh, money on the ground. Uh, and there's another fund which is opening up in South Africa itself. So if that's the kind of individuals, we can definitely bring them to the table, um, uh, and increase the fold. Okay. So I don't want to, I don't want to overemphasize funds. We definitely, our crowd would like to see a few real CEOs, you know, doing things. Uh, Go ahead, Chris. I was going to say, um, um, trying to, uh, I might be able to volunteer a friend of mine, uh, Keith Matthews, who was seconded to the African Development Bank uh, by Melvinny and Meyer. And now he works for the Gates Foundation. Well, I, I graduated in 93 Michigan Law with him. Oh, okay. And I, when I went through Seattle, he couldn't make it to the roundtable. 
he couldn't make it to the impact. He's, he seems too busy. He's hard but to pick. Maybe him. if you, if you ask him, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's exactly because we got so many things we want to do with that Gates Foundation and Keith and that's great. So let's, that's interesting. He was seconded. Interesting. Yeah. So one of our, Venture funds had a, a company called uh, Managed Bio that that uh, synthetic bio that creates a molecule that cures malaria. That uh, you you can do it through a certain secretion of a tree, but they can do it at industrial scale. And Gates has given them a lot of money, so and he knows. Uh, so connectivity, Salamade, Tibubu is on Melinda's side. We know people who've never gotten them involved, so we'd love to. And, uh, yeah, I've got a few more ideas. That's great. So I'm taking notes and re- re- recording. So we'll, we'll, we'll try to sum up some of the, of these things, but, um, but yeah, if, if there's a, you know, maybe there's a, 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 some company that's from Africa that's doing things outside, um, that looks to expand, you know, uh, what, what, what are the darlings of Africa today? Uh, we're working with a group out of South Africa. They formerly were more of a, a conglomerate, logistics, energy, uh, but they primarily are now just focus on medical cannabis. Uh, but from the pharma and wellness side, uh, they are publicly traded. And we're looking to cross-list them up to the LSE. But the CEO, uh, he's a 30-year pharma uh, vet. They are moving into uh, the bioplastics, uh, you know, the automobile manufacturing industry. is big guy in South Africa. But he could be a, a good guest for kind of a, a cross-perspective of being on the ground, raising a capital, yep. private, public. Uh, so and a few of those individuals that can maybe contribute. That's, I mean, that sounds great. So we'll, I'll try to take notes and summarize, you know, and then, and maybe people can volunteer to make some intros to us. We can have a, maybe a last call. You know, we can have a series of these. We, I just want to, it's my fault. I keep delaying. I just want to get it going. It doesn't have to be, you know, a summit. It's just like an hour and a half, two hours. We can make it longer depending on how many people. And uh, and sprinkle in these people, these kind of people. Yeah. Funds There's a media company in London called uh, Private Equity Africa. I've done a lot of work with them in the past, and they've hosted over the last ten years multiple um, private equity events, from dinners to awards nights. They have a magazine and an online news um, channel. Um, if we want to do something that would um, get some more media, then it's probably worth speaking with them as well. And your earlier question around companies in Africa that are the darlings, um, from my perspective or the ones I've seen that are doing great things, they're only really expanding on the continent because there are many other countries and regions within the continent and opportunities that they can capitalize on. Not many, I haven't seen any that want to um, expand their, their sales or consumer base outside of the continent mm-hmm. um, right now. 
But um, there are a few that have, oh, well, quite a few have trading partners and financial partners that are a lot more global, where the great okay. footprint still remains within the continent. But that's just a thing. We want to help companies that they, if we feel like we might raise money and invest in them, we can be helpful. Do you have anybody in your portfolio, Looney, that's particularly exciting? Breakout. Uh, exciting. Um, I have a handful that are above a million dollars a year. That's generally a milestone that, that makes them interesting to people. Uh, but the biggest one I have just does aggregation of fruits and vegetables. Nice and simple business. The technology is mm-hmm. called trucks and cold storage. Uh, they've been growing about 50% year over year. That, that's, well, those are, those are great stories too. Yeah, 28, 29-year-old um, CEO started it, what, like six years ago with four grand. Wow. That's great. You, you, and you gave them capital at what point? Uh, we were the first institution in, we gave them $17,000 back in 2015. Uh, a handful of angels gave them 50 as a loan and that got them to a million dollars a year. Last year was three million, 3.3. This year should be just shy of six. So, and he's, he's, uh, he's always raising money, but, uh, uh, you know, in terms of ask, he'll, he'll have an ask for the room. What his, uh, so which country? This is in Tanzania. Tanzania. What about the dynamic? What about the, the multilaterals? Should we be inviting them? The IFC, the IFC Riva, somebody from the Chinese? Um, some, the, I the, Chinese play in bigger spaces. Chinese are doing infrastructure. Um, but if yeah, you want, if, yeah, if you want, the, if you want the DFIs to show up, I have connections to um, either DFC here in the states or or African Development Bank or IFC. Yeah, because I would always work with DBRD or the IADB or I think the African Development Bank. And the IFC, because the IFC invests in funds. Um, you know, I used to go to MPIA, um, I, I don't know anyone in any of those groups that, that are good speakers. Uh, I know loads. They tend to <laughs> I know the African IFC. I just, just this morning I was with people from EBRD and also the Turkish government have their own sort of investment banks, which will help private, uh, private investment in Africa. On big infrastructure programs like the South Sudan airport roads, and also the guy who's in charge of the Silk Road project for the UN and the Chinese, he's an ex-boss of mine. So you know, if you want speakers, these are the people you would like to have in the room. The UN coordinator for China, who was previously in Kenya, so there there are speakers there. But the question you have is, what kind of what kind of panel are you going for? Are you going for a panel that is going to help? A lot of the, as someone has already said, a lot of the, the companies that we're working with on the ground are so focused just within, within their national boundaries or regional boundaries that other than if they're exporting to the EU or the, or the US, they don't go beyond that. The, the, the opportunity, the, the biggest opportunity is not the export market. The biggest opportunity is just feeding the people. Feed, food, energy, you know, all, all the services that are needed to grow the continent. That, that's where the money's going to be made. 
Um, one, one other speaker comes to mind is uh, AgDevCo. So that's a, uh, it's a fund out of London, but it's 99% funded from uh, UK government. So it's like a DFI, but run more like a for-profit. And so he'll have stories of actually making money in Africa. So I just so if I was thinking of a theme, like in cannabis, we did like the supply chain, you know, upstream the grow, processing that downstream to, to the market. Um, I'm just trying to think what, what could our theme be here. And the other thing that we do is like even with what you know, actually what we're doing with with the future of of women, sorry, the future is female. We come up with a, we ask people, um, how do we en- enable the future being female and to share insights? Um, so once we, you know, maybe it's what we need to do is, you know, it sounds like ag um, is the low hanging fruit or one of the low hanging fruits where we can get our ag, uh, people involved with ag, people like Richard Lackey. When we, when we all know, um, but you know, maybe there's, you know, I, I, I just need to echo what you guys think the, the theme should be. And if, and if, if it, maybe it's like macro, um, these are the things you'd expect out of Africa. Maybe there's, it's a, obviously it's a, the resources and some of the markets, um, that are growing, they have been consumer markets. Um, there are some SME uh, funds that would make sense. Um, impact hits ag. So I'm just trying to figure out what what themes would bring people that that are then lead to actionable next steps. Um, I agree with ag- you at agriculture. That's a big one, uh, especially in Nigeria, and I think in many countries on the continent, agriculture is, is quite a significant employer and a contributor to a large contributor to GDP for most of the African countries. But it should be much more. Well, I, I think, I think the, the thing about culture is that there's, there's like I'm working on polyphenols and stuff like that. There's, there's the, our culture, which is, which the big boys are coming in and doing, you know, the banana and the vegetables and everything for exporting to the EU but there's a space in there which is going to be very, much more interesting is how do you use the leftovers of the cocoa shells and, and how is that another industry that needs nurturing, you know? Uh, how do you dry the, the leftovers of the coconuts? And, 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 and so, and that's another edge which I think it's, it's, it's coming. It's coming because a lot of polyphenols are now going to be used in the U.S. markets for dietary products, for the pharmaceuticals. Pharmaceuticals are culture, but I think in our culture, we should try and go for the innovative approach of our culture, not the big pharma, because you've already got the likes of Sainsbury's and Waitrose who have invested heavily in uh, big plants. So, And a lot of it's concession farming. So maybe what I do, I create a, I'll create a, uh, an, an agenda with keynotes, two or three panels, subjects. Um, maybe I throw some, throw some people on. Sometimes I have an opening panel. It's sort of, it is a hodgepodge. So we have different, and then we go into one or two 
It could be ag and impact, something else. And then we could have round tables, break, breakouts. And then you guys tell me where you, you see people, whether you agree or not, and tweak it. We can, do, we can create a Google Doc that everybody can comment on. And then, and then we can invite some outside people to fit some slots. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you really can't invite anybody until they know what they're sort of coming to. Um, and then, um, and then look, if, if, if Keith Matthews or something, if he can get some, uh, you know, if, we, if a major keynote appears or rises, and, and please be, if you've got anybody, um, if we, someone is a major investor, you know, who is, um, Parsons from AOL and uh, who is it um, from uh, Cos- Cosmetics and Lauder? They teamed up to create a, an African fund, um, and they showed me a deal out of Cairo, Nutraceuticals. Like, like they're a you know family office back platform investing in lower middle market private equity. Has anyone seen them? I hadn't seen them, but but I I hadn't seen them, but I uh, I did send you the the Coors backed uh, Coors family backed that one, and uh, also I think Carlisle had also backed another um, Rubenstein specifically. But let me do some some seeking around for more family folk family office focused uh, funds. Yeah, 2003 at the Impia conference, Rubenstein said the ultimate emerging market. We all need to focus on Africa. I wonder how much Carlisle's done in Africa in the last 20 years. In in our time, a lot of talk. It seems there's there's quite a void between the large family offices that you're mentioning there, uh, the the groups that Looney mentioned, and then the truly smaller opportunities that are a little more localized, and connecting that smaller group with the larger capital. It seems where the opportunity, but right now there's quite a void. You yeah, know? We, we we call that the missing middle. A missing middle. Yeah, there it is. huge. Um, but I, I think that 360 has a, a tremendous opportunity to play the bridge there. You know, it, it has that banker, sophisticated investor community. It has individuals like Looney and Susan and other individuals, VJ, that are are connected to those who are on the ground. So we kind of serve as that initial bridge and then bring that bridge. Uh, so those are just observations that over the last six months, as we've been hitting the ground pretty hard, U.S., Europe, as as well as Africa, those are observations. I like your point. Sorry. No, go ahead. I like your point because right now I'm also talking a lot with Dangote. Uh, and uh, Richard, uh, Richard is from South Africa. He's based in New York. Yeah. Yeah, I keep on expecting Richard to come up behind me at some point because he knows I'm in Brant Park. Stop showing off, Brian. <laughs> uh, no, I'm so in your office now, Mark. You know Mark Sussman? Uh, Mark Sussman is a good friend of mine, the CEO of um, Bill and Melinda Gates. Yeah, I, I, I do know him. Um, I know him very well. Obviously, Helen Sussman was a very famous anti-apartheid activist who my family was pretty close to as well. Yeah. Um, so, look, you know, 
I think it would be better for us to hear from the people from the ground. Um, Rory Stair is another one I'm talking to, another South African who's quite well known. Um, I think there's enough of us on here who could formulate whatever panel, of, uh, but it's just to bring yeah. the people on. That's all. I think there should you hold that thought. I think there as you talk about I think there should be a panel of like five like we we if someone gives like two, three, four minutes on what what's happening in Nigeria. What's happening in like some of the major countries South Africa, Egypt even, um to give some and where where it's gonna be. Egypt's gonna be like a top eight economy on a PPP basis. So Nigeria, these are if you think in 2040, where is Africa? Where is Africa in 2040? Uh, why? Why it needs? To, why it matters that you even pay if you're an institutional investor? But sorry, go ahead, Richard. Uh, yeah, Mark. I'm, I mean, I was just saying. I think it would be good to start the conversation with kind of an economic macro overlay. Happy to happy to reach out to the chief economist, Standard Bank, uh, the largest bank in Africa, where I've ran the credit desk for a few years. Um, also yep. very close to the chairman of Rothschild in Africa. Um, he's a family friend. So maybe they can kind of start off with a, with a macro overlay. There's opportunities. This is what's happening in Africa. And then we can dive into agriculture, commodities, energies and get some of the panel, some of the guys who are on the call now to provide some experts within those fields. I, th- I think we've left out commodities and mining, which I think is very, very critical to the region, especially South Africa, uh, as the commodity boom starts to, to come in the next, Kind of two to three years, South Africa is very, very well positioned for that, and Africa in general. Um, so, yeah, that's my thoughts, just to kind of yeah. structure it right. a little bit more. Cool. And I think we'll let somebody at the beginning provide some you know, data, infographics, set the macro trend, and then, yeah, it could be a – maybe it's just a tour. Like, here's here the key industry. Someone can speak for ag and speak for mining, speak for this, and then some of the key countries speak for those countries. And then we end with, you know, what's happening and maybe it's the asset classes. And then we say, look, this is a kickoff. Um, we, we, this is why you need to be focused on Africa or this country or this industry or where the opportunities are by asset classes. And then, and then we can do a dive, we can do a dive on an hour and a half two on venture in Africa, you know, as it meets ag or fintech. And then we do another deep dive on Maybe that's, that's the way to, maybe that's the way to do it. But, uh, what do people think about that? So we get a generalist tour the force of Africa and then lead to go deeper as it relates to an, indus- an asset class in an industry. But, but, but Mark, are we talking about one event or several subsequent events? It, I have, well, first I have a very long term view about everything. So this is just a, Kick off to get us focused on Africa. Okay. To go along with, I think all that makes complete sense. Uh, but just kind of going back to VJ, as we think of subsequent events, the ability to leverage the community to help get deals in, you know, addressable and recognizable shape for the rest of the group. I think there's a lot of value to that, uh, Africa or otherwise. Yeah, so our strategic advisor initiative is sort of went to the second burner. Um, we're, we're basically looking for leadership, and I think 
we're, we're finding it and and we're, we're going to fe- feature all those different like I you might not see it here but we have a new logo we have a whole new redesign um, we have a whole new, I'm just leaning on all these strategic advisors to do all this stuff uh, and everyone else can too um, so that's going to come to the floor but if you know, I'm, I don't know, Michael, if Michael's still on, I'm still, I'm personally getting my, my, I'm trying to delegate so I can go build again. Um, I got involved with, which I love. I can't help but I get involved with deals. Um, but we'll, we'll get those. Several. I mean, it's sort of happening I now. I have a question. Or yeah. maybe it's a suggestion. It's a little about. Um, have we made, a, a clean distinction between Mina and Africa. Okay, I'm um, glad you read because every time you said Egypt, I could see a lot of people in the room who are African specialists who are like, no, 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 Egypt is part of Mina now, and you know, it's it's that whole debate. You know, Africa's 45 countries or 44, depending who you count, and you know, after NASA. You know, Egypt suddenly is part of Africa and then isn't part of Africa. So I'm glad you're able oh, we to. We'll, we'll, leave, we'll leave, leave it out. We'll, we'll, we'll leave them, we'll leave Mina for Mina. I'm only joking. Listen, Mark, the, the, the real essence of, look, we can do panels and invite everyone, but the real value you have is you're providing a market space of supply and demand. You know, if I was to invite people to speak, they'll be going to me, why are you any different? I'd be saying, look, this is a network of hedge funds where you have direct access to people who will say yay or nay and not waste your time or help you create that deck that oh. will get. Yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah, right. I think it's going to, we have to manage, manage our expectations. We're not, people are not going to act on Africa pretty so quickly. I think we need to educate to get some, get their trust chains developed. And and I and let them dabble, but you're you're making a different point, which is more general, uh, is where we people help each other. Um, I think I, I look back. We we're looking at all of our deals, and, and every deal was catalyzed by a by a person. Uh, some, they had to rely on someone to look at that technology, to know that country, to know that founder, or know a co-investor. The, the people factor is huge, no doubt. Okay, I think I, I think I got the my marching orders, and I'll we'll summarize it, and and then we'll keep it to this group. People can comment. Some people couldn't make it, um, and then we'll this will be one of many. Mark, Mark, what is and maybe I missed this. Um, apologies again. What is the timeline on this? Well, we don't. Let's just say we set, we as soon as we get it in stone, we can do a save save the date. You got to push. You got to get like a little four four to six weeks out. I mean, if you said I had to do it next week, of course we could. But if you want to get the numbers up, um, you know, we do it either on a Tuesday. I mean, our our eleven o'clock seems to work. We're not going to lose Africa. We're going to maybe lose Asia. Pick up the West Coast. It could be after one of our briefings. Or Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, around like eleven thirty to one thirty. Now summer is coming. Good and bad. 
Um, so, well, oh, and by the way, we, we, you know, in November, I, uh, we're going to, the whole week of, of, uh, let me look at my calendar. Um, the second, so November 15th and 19th, um, we, we're going to, it's a whole week of, of, uh, morning and, e- and afternoon events, uh, around the world meeting in New York. We're, ga- we're gathering at the DLA Piper. DLA is offering its offices around the world. So we're going to have some, you know, meeting hybrid. And I'm, I'm literally going to be around the, moving around the world. And I've never been to Africa. Uh, so it's, 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 this is, I, I led that, I don't know, if I'm going to go to one place in Africa, where should I go? Where should we? South Africa. Everybody starts in Nairobi. These days. <laughs> Nairobi. You have to be mugged in Nairobi. <laughs> but on the, on, on Vijay's earlier point, I was just thinking, yeah, if we're trying to build, um, that community that does trust relationships for conversations, um, instead of us organizing, these African events, there's quite a few that already take place. What if we as a group participate and join several other platforms that are sure. organizing African events in the short term until we get to the stage that we develop that comfort level and invite them to us? Yeah, no, we, we're all about partnering. Um, if you've got, um, you know, give me a schedule of, of, of what's, what's coming up and we, we should all just go be checking it out or we could be partnering with them. Um, co-hosting things. Um, you know, we're doing Ohio with the governor of Ohio, uh, lieutenant governor who came and spoke at our New York event almost two years ago. We can, we can be, um, we, you know, so we're, we're, that's a different kind of partnership, but if you've got ideas on that, Yes, yes. Um, I'll follow up with you offline, but I think uh, with Private Equity Africa, given they've been doing this for over 10 years, yeah, I'm sure you've heard about their event. If I were to speak to Gail, um, the founder, um, should be open to some sort of partnership where, you know, we can attend maybe the next event and uh, start to, you know, build up our knowledge. Yeah, that's the one, the first one. Okay. Who do you know? Gail Mwamba. Okay. Yeah, and, and one thing, you know, that we should involve them in the, in uh in our event this time. We uh I think so. we're doing a, I think she, we're doing a deal yeah. with SoftBank SoftBank China. There's a deal happening. So maybe we can, we can bring the soft bank. I mean, they don't need our money. So that's usually not the type of people, but what, you know, what they got to, but yeah, let's, let's, let's bring Galen. Maybe 10 years ago, the conversations around that knowledge building around Africa were prevalent from a London UK perspective. That is now, um, people are further along that journey. And if yeah. we to, to engage, we probably need to, Jog a little quicker to to step up to where folks are in that in that conversation. So, I just noticed Rajiv Shah is a Michigan guy. Um, he could be, you know, maybe he's a 
keynote at some point. Yeah, that's a great idea. She's a, she looks, uh, Kenneth was on our call, um, Tuesday. Kenneth Jesse. I don't know if you know him. Uganda. Oh, yeah. They did an event last week as well. Uh, investor. Okay. The company, they, uh, they had a pitch event. That's, does anyone else know Cloda? Um, or uh, Richard, we saw. Yeah, Vishnu is awesome, but I don't know if he's doing much in Africa. Hmm. That's good. All right. Well, well, I'll try to summarize this. And, and yeah, I'm always looking for someone like code. Just say the way you can see the way we do things. Uh, ba 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 boom. There's a. I'm trying to get uh, slide 43 here filled up. I'll show you. 40. Well, one, you can see our, our pipeline. We only have, we have one Africa deal. Um, gas meth. But, uh, so, by geography, we've got India, Korea, no one on Africa. That's on our on our banking teams. You saw Michael. Michael sort of is a general. He's global. He spent time in London. Um, and then we have groups that the we have the industry groups, asset class groups. But I guess what I actually would be helpful for me is to find like a boutique, but international, you know, banks that have deal flow or who. Uh, or even may, maybe they raise money for funds and we could team with them. To, uh, I have that one. would also be helpful. I have one for you, Mark. Burbridge Capital out of Kenya. They actually are working with the UK Development, uh, the Development Bank, Development, whatever. What's the, what's the name again? Burbridge, B-U-R-B-R-I-D-G-E. Um, okay. Like that? Uh, yes. Uh, maybe it's not capital. Uh, give me one sec. But they are, they're they're okay. working with uh, the UK Development Bank to help identify okay. manufacturing opportunities on the continent. Hey, hey I got eleven o'clock um, that I need to uh, join. But I'll I'll try to summarize and I'll just lean on you, you all to help you know, tweak it. And then we'll start to, sh you can share it with your network and then we'll put a save the date and we'll make it happen. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you. Guys. Hi. And Erica, you can tell Larry. Uh, you I, tell will, me. I will. Have a good day. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye, Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.